Please be advised that Deviant Discussions contains explicit content and language that might not be appropriate for those under the age of 18. Kingsters with different perspectives come together to explore and debate their unique opinions of the delicious world of kink, fetishes, and BDSM. With Diavol Diablo, some of the shit that I do like is proper out there, is mostly evil. $6,000, you can see me smack my own ass with a paddle. And subtle shadow. <laughs> can I just yell? No. <laughs> Red! This is Deviant Discussions. We've got a nice mix here between the bisexual switchy sadist, which is myself, and Ismi, who identifies as dom-top sadist, and Shadow, who identifies as a submissive masochist. And it's a really great mix of people. Um, so we're going to explore going forward what it's like being different types of labels and things that we identify as. In this case, we're going to look at our sexuality because I think sometimes it's the one that we don't put out as much information on as we do about our kink labels. And it's important to look at. So in my case, I am bisexual. And I'm going to talk about the struggles that I've faced with that, what it's like in society and accepting that about myself and how I came to learn about myself. So in terms of identifying with other people, when I'm looking for potential partners or if I'm attracted to people, I have struggled in the past with the non-binary side of things because I like guys and I like girls. And the people that don't identify as either, I struggle to identify with sexually. And I wonder how that is for a straight male like yourself, Isney. Do you have that struggle? Um, I, I put myself out there as a straight male. Um, I'm, I'm 46. I was raised in the South for the most part. Um, and I've never had a... I've never had an experience with uh, same-sex or non-binary, but I've had attractions towards. I've had people that I've looked at and said, I can see them in my life and personally struggled with uh, because of you know how I was raised and what I was you know, taught to believe, how I reacted to those attractions and what I didn't do about those attractions ranging from the time I was 18 to, you know, last week. Um, and, and so, yes, I have the, the, the issue, but it's more of a la lack of a, an acceptance issue, more of a personal, I don't know how to deal with that feeling issue. Okay, so it's it's an internal, you don't know how to deal with being attracted to somebody. Yeah, I don't know and, how to deal with me. I don't know how to deal attracted being attracted to somebody who isn't hot naked chick. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and I think it, we and all struggle with that. And it's and it's not that they're not hot naked chick. It's I I don't I, I wrote about this a while ago and, and my my big concern is I don't want to piss them off. Yeah. Because I don't know how to express that attraction. Ooh. I don't I don't want to offend this person that mm -hmm. I'm like over because I don't I don't know the lingo and I don't know mm -hmm. the the culture and I don't know the 
And, yeah. and as, as I learn more and as I, you know, I have friends who are non-binary, I have friends who are trans and the, the more I learn and the more comfortable I get with it, the closer I get to going, okay, I, I can, I can see more clearly this, this person in my life in this capacity, but it's, it's not, I, I can't fully accept it about myself as of yet, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. I I face the same kind of struggle when I am attracted to someone that is like identifies as non-binary or trans. I struggle with everything from the the pronoun use because, like you say, it, you know you don't want to offend the person. And if you are trying to reconcile that attraction in your head, for me, I I don't want to approach them and say, you know, I I don't want to try and think to myself, am I attracted to a particular side of them? I want to accept them as the whole being. And I've had, I've had a lot of struggles with that. I'll be honest about it. And it sounds horrible and I hate admitting it, but I wonder if there are trans people that have it as well. I I feel Mm. fucking guilty as shit about it um, because Mm. it's, it, it shouldn't be a thought. It shouldn't be, this is a person I'm attracted to doesn't fucking matter you know, is, is my rational thought Mm -hmm. on it. This, you know, it doesn't matter. It does not matter how they identify who, who they want to be in in their sexuality. What matters is I'm attracted to them. They're attracted to me. And are we compatible? And that not being able to um, internalize that within myself emotionally, like I said, logically, I get it. You know, mm. I, you know, I, I don't, I have no problem with it logically, emotionally, um, and egotistically. I, I will, mm. I will throw, I will admit that in there as well. I, mm-hmm. I can't, I haven't been able to rec- reconcile that internally, and and I'm embarrassed by that. Yeah. And what about you, Shadow? Um, what is me saying? It pretty much is uh, resonates really deeply with me. I um. I am, you know, cis female, like I have never really had too many experiences with um, anyone outside of men, cis men, Um, but the few experiences that I have had have been electrifying, like just fucking hot, (laughs) and (laughs) I struggle with that. I do, because um, similar to me, I was raised in the southeastern United States, and um, it's difficult coming from that region. Um, It might be, I would like to think that it's better than it was back in my day, but like as a kid and growing up, um, I'd like to think that things are more welcoming and open to um, different expressions of sexuality. Uh, I hope that's the case. And, but I, it just is so deeply seated in me that as you were expressing, you both have been expressing, it makes me really timid to, to talk because I don't want to offend. And I also don't want to, I think for me, my biggest struggle is I don't want to ascribe a label to myself that is disingenuous, I guess. Like I worry about, okay, let's say that I am attracted to women as much as I am attracted to men. Can 
it's almost like immediately my first thought is like, okay, well, is it okay if I say I'm bisexual? Is that okay with everybody? <laughs> like it's, it's really, um, because it's taken me this long, you know, I mean, I'm 37 and I've only really ex explore, been intimate with a woman last year. And I guess, I don't know, like, does it make me lesser of like, are there degrees of bisexuality? <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know. It's just, so I, I, for me, I go with hetero and flexible because, but even then I think maybe I'm just exploring or curious or something flowing in between because yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all a hot mess <laughs> in my head. <laughs> Those are the best types. I like a hot mess now and then. I like oh, making you. a hot mess too. <laughs> mm, yeah, I know you do. Um, I think as well, another one, and it'll be interesting to get Isney's perspective on this, as well as yours as well, because, you you know, you're a female. But I find sometimes when guys find out that I'm bisexual, they kind of assume that that means that I'm willing to, you know, have one of each at the same time or mm -hmm. somehow perform for the guy and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll have sex with a woman just because it'll fulfill one of your fantasies. But for me, they are two totally different entities. Like when I crave a male, then it's it's the maleness is what I crave, the, the personality that comes with a man being a man and the way that they speak and the way that they think. And the same for a female, it's it, they're two entirely different attractions for me. And, you know, I've I'll be honest, I've fucked up relationships because at some point in time, I've decided that the other one was what I wanted more. And so I've gone out and sought that instead of the, you know, the person that I was with at the time. And it's always been a concern whether I've been with a male or a female that they've been worried at some point, I'm going to go back to the other. And so I wonder as a male is me, do you think that way about bisexual women that they, they are more likely perhaps to take on a female lover or as a woman shadow do you find that men kind of treat you that way if they find out that you're flexible um i had um I, i've i've been fortunate enough to where most of my partners over the years have been bisexual or pansexual whatever they did decided to uh, ascribe themselves um and it's been the the one the one concern that i i've seen that they've always had is that i see as 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 a man i see the relationship they form with another woman as less um i was it was a very big deal with one of my submissives um that i saw you know she thought that i saw the relationship she had with uh, with another woman as lesser or not as important or as valid as the one she had with me um which I think is is a, a common viewpoint, and I think it it goes back to the, um, you know, well, if you're bi, that means that I can go find another girl, and you guys will both suck my penis at the same time, groovy, <laughs> um, or you'll let me watch while I sit in the corner and play with my winky, um, and you know, from a fantasy aspect, sure, that's hot. From a reality aspect, um, you know, if if I have two submissives and they're both by i would hope they would both want to suck my wee wee at the same time but their if they form a relationship their relationship is their relationship outside of me and that has always been my theory on it is you know uh 
if we have, you know, the, the relationship with me is a relationship with me. The relationship with each other is a separate thing, be that a friendship or a romantic or just a strictly sexual one. That That is between them, not me. If they both want to do for me at the same time, yay, but it's not uh, it's not a requirement of mine and it's not a... Yeah, no, I'm not gonna say it's not a fan. Of course, it's a fucking fantasy, but it's not. It's not something that I demand of. Um, you know, when I have multiple submissives, um, that they interact sexually with each other or interact sexually at the same time with me to put on that show. Okay. And what about you, Shadow? So I'm trying to figure out um, the best way to word it because honestly, um, I think that. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way to say this and not offend anyone, which is so funny because <laughs> that's what we've just been talking about. Um, so I think that there, for me, there is a very deeply seated kink about having three people, a threesome in which there is a male dictating what is happening in that situation. And I don't know if it's just maybe a manifestation of my own insecurities about how to, for lack of a better word, handle a woman. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm just not that familiar. I should be that familiar around a female body. I mean, I definitely know my one. own quite well. Exactly. <laughs> um, and yet I get incredibly awkward. And I had this threesome experience in which... It was, you know, a dom and his sub, and I was just kind of a unicorn in that factor, for lack of a better. I, I unicorn is another label that maybe we can go into at another time. Um, but being told, being instructed on what I should do, kind of made me feel a little more relaxed in the situation, and I was able to kind of not only have that little kink thing turn on by having a you know, someone tell me what to do in a sexual sense, but also I was getting to explore this other part of me with someone. So it was like exploring something unfamiliar with something familiar in the room, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So it it was, it was, he gave me, um, he gave me the, the freedom to explore that by telling me to do it, I guess. Uh, Yeah. I think that goes into a, I, that that's a different aspect than the the uh, general expectation that bisexuals are going to perform for you, um, right? And and more a you want to perform for this person, and that's a different, yeah. completely different because your other oh, one yeah, is, is yeah. very much the same way. Uh, when mm-hmm. when other one and I first got together, I had another submissive. They were mm-hmm. not sexually attracted to each other. But they mm-hmm. both wanted to do for me at the same time. So there were threesomes, and it was me in charge saying, Okay, you bend over here and you stick this up there, and I'm gonna and it's gonna be a great time had by all. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. that's different than viewing all bisexual women as potential unicorns and potential uh right. porn. And and I think that's what that's what um DD was getting at was you know, being being bisexual, a lot of men look at you and go, okay, so that means that you'll come and fuck me and my girlfriend. Right. And I think what I was trying to get at in telling that story is that 
I have almost kind of a guilt about that kink because so many, because that's so stereotypical of bisexuality that you're going to be asked to be in, or that they're just going to assume that you want a threesome, you know, like, I guess for me, there's a struggle there. I, I don't know. I'm trying right. to figure but, I mean, out. If that's what you want, there's no reason to feel that. That's, 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 I guess that's the thing is you can't let, and, and, and saying this on top of what I just said in the beginning is, is hypocritical and I know it. Um, but you can't let what other people tell you is right and wrong determine what you like. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. If you like being a fucking unicorn, be the proudest fucking unicorn in the world. If you like being bisexual and 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 you know, but you only want to relate to women sexually when you're being controlled by a male, fucking mm -hmm. do that. That's if that's what gets you off, that's what gets you off. That doesn't make you less of a bisexual. It doesn't make your attraction to women less. It defines how you want those interactions to go. And and that's I guess that's how I see it. And I could be very, very wrong. And I will let the actual bisexual in the room talk <laughs> now. I, I mean, I don't want to say that you're wrong because I know that you don't handle that very well. But I I <laughs> <laughs> Whilst I understand where you're coming from and I respect your viewpoint, I do disagree that someone shouldn't identify as bisexual if they are not sexually attracted to a sex or gender for who they are. So mm -hmm. there's a big difference between being heteroflexible and being bicurious and being, you know, homoflexible, mm -hmm. which, you know, it's obvious because they're all different labels and whatnot. But if you're only willing to play with a woman because you're being dictated to i think that that is not a component of your sexuality it's a component of your kink makeup and it could potentially muddy the water if hmm. you were to identify as bisexual okay. because women I, would approach yeah. you thinking that. right I, and I, yeah that i part? think that's that's part of, of my struggle as well but yeah why why does it matter why she's attracted to a woman because as a bisexual woman, mm -hmm. if I saw someone else listed as bisexual, I'd be like, oh, I can strike up like a romantic relationship with this person. Okay. But mm -hmm. if you're only going to do it because you're dictated by a guy, mm -hmm. that, then it that becomes something different. Yeah. Okay. But so that, you, does, what, you that can makes, be sexually what a, what a, bisexual. That, makes her, that mm -hmm. makes her a bisexual you're not interested in. Why does that make her less of a bisexual? Because oh, she, no, is oh, no, she is attracted to a woman, but she wants it under these particular circumstances due to her own comfort level with the sexuality. Doesn't make her any less attracted to a woman. Doesn't mean 20 years from now she might not have an entire relationship just with a woman or with a non-binary person or with, you know, whatever. But you know, I, I I disagree that it makes them that she couldn't identify as bisexual if she is truly sexually attracted to women, but needs this particular because that's what a kink is. That's what a fetish is. We need these things in our lives. Why is that particular kink bad just because it relates to bisexuality? Yeah, but the way that I've interpreted what Shadow is saying is that she's not necessarily sexually attracted to a woman by herself, like a woman on her own is not necessarily sexually attractive to shadow. I, I might be wrong from what I've interpreted there, but to me it's, it's suggested that the moment, well, it's not even a sexual attraction to the woman, it's the impulse to please the person dictating that activity. Well, but she it's said not a what, longing to do the activity. But she said that's so, what she wanted, but it made it easier on her because she was able to explore this with instruction. 
or shadow or shadow could tell you guys what she meant no, no so, i'm going to assume but... things at this point about your sexuality <laughs> that i know nothing about because i'm a man and i'm going to explain to you no go ahead please oh i thought it was because you were a dom well i'm i'm i am i am the master daddy sir who knows all i thought Clearly. he just wanted us both to suck his winky well, yeah. I do, and and we'll talk about that off camera. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, no, um, I think you're both right. So I, I feel like I could probably. Hmm, there have been women. Okay, when I was in high school, I was probably we're going to say I was 18, <laughs> but I was attracted to this girl who was in my class and I had the warm and fuzzies with her. I got wet when I saw her. Like I just, everything about her was just perfect. And there was just something in my head that said, no, that's not natural. Like you don't need to be thinking about that. Um, but she's somebody that had I not had the hesitations at that point in my life about had I not had the upbringing and the programming that feeling that way is somehow morally wrong. Um, you know, I may have gone on a date with her. Who knows? She may have been straight for all I know. I, you know, it's, it's, it, there's no way, you know, but, um, and then in college, I, <laughs> I was playing spin the bottle <laughs> with a bunch of like friends just we were just fucked up and just like whatever let's do spin the bottle because that's you know not 24 years old or whatever um so um and one of my friends kissed me and i mean she gave me the, just the fucking it was like the best kiss i i she knew how to kiss anyway i think that there are certain women so I, maybe i'm just more picky with women i guess so I could probably go on a date with a woman. I think I could. I would be really, really self-conscious about it the whole time. I, I think I would just be, I don't know if I'm ready yet, honestly. And, um, but at the same time, I'm with you, uh, Didi, that I don't want to go on Tinder and call myself bisexual because I don't want to you know, lead somebody on or like have somebody assuming that, um, you know, like if you, you know, I mean, if you, so granted, if you were the one I was going on a date with, it would be a different story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, you flatterer. I know. So, but at the same, so yeah, so you're right in the sense that I don't want to take on the bisexual label because I don't want I feel disingenuous doing that. For me personally, I don't want to use that label. I don't feel comfortable using that label. At the same time, to Ismi's point, I do have a kink with being told what to do to a woman. Like I have had fantasies about being, you know, I've actually had fantasies about being a dom to a woman, um, having the dominant role in that relationship. Um, but yeah, so it's a mix of both of you. Both are right. Sorry. <laughs> At least really in my helpful. opinion. <laughs> I know. Doesn't, doesn't that resolve everything? Everybody's right. Every, cool. Everybody's right. Nobody's wrong. 
no, I think I think it's a fair it's a fair way to describe yourself, and it's yeah. I respect you for being honest about that, especially when you know if you're not comfortable labeling yourself, having a discussion about those kind of sexual labels can be difficult. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I I wasn't a product of upbringing in terms of being surrounded by you know issues in that like society, if you will. I had a pretty open-minded well a very open-minded mother and it was easy for me to accept it when the time came and (laughs) my nan actually knew before I did Uh, there were several jibes and things that she said over time that suggested I was into girls long before I ever actually admitted to it um and then quite a few other members of my family and friends when I did like when I did come out were like yeah okay we we already knew (laughs) so Mm-hmm. It's interesting to hear your perspective in, like you say, having that girl that you were attracted to and, and not like talking yourself out of it, really. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yes. Do you regret it? I do. I do. I think I would probably be a different person. But, you know, I mean, regrets are more lessons than anything else. I tend not to dwell too much on the past. I'll take yeah. the regrets as things that our opportunities for for learning a little a little lesson and in this mm-hmm. case an opportunity for teaching people on a podcast as well yeah and <laughs> um i don't know maybe there's some strange fluid sexuality that is yet to be labeled that can fluctuate between there's the two not. genders no i'm kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gender fluid, but I mean, I th- I don't think I'm that either. So, I yeah. Sex that's... fluid? I mean, that comes just yeah. a totally different image. But <laughs> you could label yourself as sex fluid. I'm sure you'd get plenty of hits on that. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? <laughs> I'm going to I label myself fluid. as semen now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've kind of talked about uh, our personal experiences and and where we're at to date with with our sexuality um but you know since we're talking about um you know bisexual and i really can't relate too much to it other than you know being totally embarrassed about the possibility that i might possibly be a sec- attracted to somebody who doesn't fit into hot naked chick um why don't we talk about the 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 struggles and the the negative connotations of being uh, bisexual and and uh, what what it is mm-hmm. that when you're out there and putting yourself out there the 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 shit you get for it. Mm-hmm. Um, why, why don't we start with Didi because um, you have yeah. the most experience with this aspect. Yeah, I mean, I I came out. Oh my gosh, I think it was like 2012. Now maybe 2013, something like that. But I'd had I'd had those feelings like way before then. I just got very, very drunk and admitted to it one day in the front garden. Um, and my mom was like, you know what, whatever makes you happy, go and find it. And so that was the first point where I actively started looking for a relationship with a woman because I'd been, I think it was maybe two or three years I'd been single at that point. And I just I wasn't I wasn't ready for a relationship with a guy. I wanted to know what it was like to be with a woman instead. And so I started looking and I thought, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to say that, you know, I'm I'm going down the bi route because I still like guys. I just don't want a guy right now. And, um, and so listing bisexual on, you know, dating websites and things like that, a lot 
of firm lesbians were deterred by that because I would still touch a penis if given the option. And I was somehow seen as like unqualified, I suppose, to to be able to be interested in girls. And Mm. then the, the flip side of that that guys normally throw out there or older people, especially, I mean, I can't even tell you the, the generation difference where people that identify as bisexual are just considered to be greedy. Like, oh, mm. you just can't make up your mind is something that I've heard so many times. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's not true because I like men and I like women. I like both. I don't, you know, I, I'm not dipping my toe in either of them. I like them both just in very different ways. Mm-hmm. And I still, even now, after years of being, and, and, you know, even people that have seen me in relationships with both, they're like, oh, you still not made up your mind then. Or oh, you've, the best one, the best one that guys will throw at me is you just haven't had the right man yet. I'm like, you're not going to fix me just uh. by having a magical penis. Like, hey, uh, as yeah, a bearer sorry, of a magical me. penis, <laughs> as a bearer of the magical penis, yeah. mind you. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. I haven't had the magical penis. Yes. yes. All right, so, it's me. You got a ticket to the UK on an airplane coming up. <laughs> so, yes, once once we fix this problem, you, you'll be fine. I, I will it, be cured of it, my, it be another, my sexual. <laughs> another is me. 30 second solution to a complex issue. 30 seconds <laughs> might be optimistic. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Hey, at least I can make fun of myself. Uh yeah, no, I I I've I've heard a lot of that and and mm-hmm. while since since I'm not necessarily open with my sexuality, the few times I have put it out there um in writing. Um because as if you guys didn't know, I I write things. Um, what i know right um this and i write brand things, new information i write it's, yeah. it's on the it's interwebs crazy. which is this crazy new thing where that the kids like um <laughs> and uh i i have and you would be hard pressed to find them because i think i pretty much delete them but i have written about um attractions from you know the the first opportunities i was given um to explore that side of my sexuality at 18 years old to um a couple years back i i I met this um bisexual man which you just can't find these days uh because of those stigmas that we'll get into later where um you know i was like instantly just in love I and and I wrote about you know having that conflict within myself. This this isn't who I'm supposed to love. This isn't who I'm supposed to care about. This isn't who I'm supposed to want, according to everything I've ever been taught in my entire fucking life. And and I wrote about this, and it was, if I don't mind saying so myself, absolutely beautiful, and well composed, and and just one of the most amazing things ever in the history of literature. And the number of emails I got from women who had to tell me how they were no longer attracted to me because wow. I had emotions wow. for really? a man. Oh my god! Holy crap! Uh, People yeah, I, suck. You know, <laughs> and do. so and so and and that's that's one uh. that's one instance I can't fathom that being my life. Just wow. you know, in, you know, any random person that because I, you know you're you're so open with your sexuality having to deal with that opinion or those types of opinions from just about everybody you interact with. Mm-hmm. Good God. I, 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 I pity the fuck out of you. 
So yeah. get over here for the magical penis. Let's get you a shot in there and um, <laughs> get you fixed up, woman. Good old penis <laughs> injection. Uh, it might be like a flu job, though. I might have to have it annually, you know? Well, oh, I'm, shit. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. For for some reason, I I am willing to, to inject you once a year. <laughs> no more than that, mind you, because... Too much, you know. I'm busy, yo. Yeah, well, and too much creates an addiction, and then (laughs) I I I need you clear-headed. You need me clear-headed. Yeah, I don't want to be addicted to your penis. No, it's so easy too. Says under the secretary, under the (laughs) desktary. Um, Which is my unofficial title. No, it's your official title. I think title. it's that's your official title. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, on your come business on. Cards. Really, guys? Yep. I think it's going on your tombstone at this point. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Here <laughs> lies the under the desk retiree. Yep. Yeah, we're going to put that on your under the desk plaque. Nice. Yep. So <laughs> get some knee pads with a plaque on them. Yep. There you go. <laughs> In the shadow box. We'll, we'll bronze nice. your first pair. All right, people. <laughs> Enough. Back to the topic at hand. <laughs> yes. Well, so it's interesting. I actually have, as you both were talking, um, an experience that kind of speaks to both uh, both sides of that. So I have a friend um, who's not really a friend anymore, actually, after he um, told me this, but uh, he, ident- he, he identified as a homosexual. And we were talking about bisexuality and he said, bisexuals aren't real. They're just, they haven't made up their mind. Just like, um, (laughs) yeah, so Amy chuckles, but just like, but that's like such a, it just reminded me, you know, of how deeply prejudice goes through every person, you know, like it just, uh, it was very disheartening. But then... I was telling someone that story and I was incredulous about it. And she was at the time also a friend and is no longer. (laughs) I seem to find these a lot. I don't know why, but um, (laughs) so I'm telling her the story and she turns to me and is like, and she's probably one of the the most liberal progressive people I know. She was like, yeah, so um, I'm going to tell you a secret. I was like, what? She was like, I could never, I could never date a bisexual man. And I was like, why? She was like, just the idea of it. And like, she got this look of just disgust on her face. And I was just like, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why does that matter? Like, who uh, just, ah. Uh. So I, I see, I have experienced both of those things. And even though I've only, and I recognize, I totally recognize the privilege I'm speaking from. I, it, it, having those two experiences almost, and the interesting thing is they both happened right around the time that I decided to start exploring my own sexuality and my own kinks. And it just created this feeling in me that, nope, those feelings are wrong. Like I better put that bisexuality up on the shelf again. Like, forget that shit. Like I'm never going to be accepted or whatever, you know? And it's just, um, but like, I have, I don't know. I don't know how how to express that. I recognize that I'm still presenting as, you know, um, heterosexual female white woman like I 
can speak from that position and and I feel like I, I feel a deep empathy to have to struggle with that and to be so confident as you are, Amy, in that sexuality, I just think is really mm -hmm. laudable. And um, yeah, kind of jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you saying so. I mean, I was in a relationship with a, a like, I, she wasn't a gold star lesbian as the term is, but she, she'd had two male sexual partners before she started experimenting with women and then realized that that was, that was her path. And she was disowned by her family for a while and had mm -hmm. like a lot of struggles when she decided to come out. But it was always a really like heart rendering story when she told me about it. And it was, it was always a little bit jarring for me because during the course of our relationship, we were together for a long time. We never argued about it, but she would always make these little comments about the fact that I was bisexual and that there was this instant distrust of me and hmm. that it you know so when you're in a relationship with someone and they're like already judging you from the like off the bat and then over the course of your relationship there are not not necessarily these little jibes but these these moments where you know that someone is thinking what they're not quite saying and it was it was mm. hard yeah in in the end yes I I did what she thought I was going to do and I I went back to males and hm. I don't know if she didn't give me that push. I don't want to say that. Right. Like a self-fulfilling prophecy or exactly. whatever it's called. Exactly. Yeah. And I will, I will always wonder if that was the case as much as I was completely, hmm. completely the person at fault. And, and, you know, I made a lot of, <laughs> I say mistakes, but they weren't, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I made them just not in the way that I made them. Um, right. No, I get but, that. But to have her. <laughs> You have no regrets. No, I, I do. I do everything perfectly. So yeah, I'm, ha I'm having problems relating to you right now. <laughs> As a perfect human being. Yes, I'm. 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 Hmm. So what you're saying is you make mistakes. <laughs> I used to make mistakes, and then I became godly and no longer make oh, mistakes. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> Forgot right, I about that. I, I accept that. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you. I feel I feel included. <laughs>